I think that it's related to options and optogenetics. And, you know, were I to live in a place such as Maui, I think I'd rather be a Smurf because all things blue seem to be let alone. Um, we talked about it before that as it relates to optogenetics, it appears that blue light is very dangerous um, in terms of a catalyst to these options. It can literally turn things on and off, whether that's your brain or your heart. It, it, it really off. raises the question of directed energy weapons. Sure does. And you bet we does. have a lot of the government's own resources on our website that have yeah. been there for the last year and a half. and. It, this is all within the capability of multiple militaries around the world, not just the U.S. Hey, friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so very much for clicking play. Guys, that was Attorney Todd Callender and Dr. Lee Leet. And in this one, I got to tell you, we're asking the most important question, the question everybody in the country and around the world should be demanding to know the answer to. Where are the children friends it's clear dues were used in maui there's a land grab going on but worse there's a cover-up where are the children hey friends welcome back thank you so very very much for tuning in it's fantastic to have you back thank you for clicking play guys i'm so excited to have my bi-weekly call with dr <laughs> leave Leet and todd calendar let me welcome my guests and then we'll get this big bad boy started dr Vleet, how are you I'm great. Always so much, such fun to be with you. And Todd, I have no idea where the show's going to go. And we always have a fascinating discussion. We've got so much to cover today. Todd Callender, how are you, sir? Happy September. I'm going to give Dr. Vliet the wave. There you go. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> happy to be with both of you. Happy September. You know, I'm glad to see you guys smiling because uh, the forces aligned against us are so diabolical and nefarious. I wanted to talk a bit more today about the Maui massacre. I think it's the biggest story of the decade at this point. I really do. It might even be bigger than the stolen election in 2020 to the degree that not since 9-11 have we seen this loss of life. And the mainstream horror media is completely ignoring the fact that we now know there was premeditation. There was foreknowledge. There clearly was a conspiracy and nearly 1,000 missing children, perhaps more than that. In this interview, guys, we're also going to talk about Marburg Plandemic 2.0, and perhaps we'll get to Obama and Cloward Piven. Boy, do we have our hands full. All right, if you guys don't mind, we're going to start with the premeditation of what we know is going on in Maui, because we heard it from Pedro Peter himself. Let's recap. I was on the island last week, I appointed Bob Fenn, one of the nation's leading emergency managers, and I mean that, that's not hyperbole, who's been on the ground in Hawaii since before the fires erupted, our chief federal response coordinator. He was on the ground before the fires started. All right. We could say the man misspoke. I don't think he did. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. You plan it. Wouldn't you get your guy there first? That's sure. right. And in this one, maybe we'll talk about blue light, blue lasers, blue cars, blue wavelength, Thank you. 6.66. I'm fired up to talk about these poor children, these missing kids, guys. Now, either they were burned alive or they were trafficked. I'm starting to think they were trafficked. Listen to this. Aloha, everyone. Okay. This is the video that everybody should be making. This is the headline that should be on every single TV across America, let alone many places in the world. Why is there 2,025 unaccounted for children 
in Maui. Where are their parents? But where are the children? If this was a school shooting, we would have their pictures, we would have their birthdays, we would have all of their personal details and their parents' details within hours and on public television. We're, we're how many days into this and you can't tell us how many children are missing or who they are. And we want to know. So can somebody please tell me if you are a parent, if you know family members, um, tell me. I hope that I'm wrong. Please, I'm begging to be. I would love if prayers were answered and all of these children were accounted for. But right now they're not. Okay, so if you guys have any comment on that, now we get into the realm of new research that really has me wondering what really did happen to these kids? Because one of two things is possible. Either they were burned alive in their homes or they were trafficked out of Maui during this debacle, perhaps before the debacle. We're told the kids were sent home from school. Have you guys seen the mystery of the yellow school buses, Dr. Vliet? The missing Todd? yellow school buses. Yeah, there's a bunch of them missing. They don't know where they are. Yeah. Now, this is very puzzling because we know that Pedogate and Pizzagate are two of the drivers of financial monetary gain for the evildoers in this world. It's very real. Human trafficking is a blight on a humanity. It's a blight on our planet. Let's watch this together and then let's have the discussion of what actually may have happened to these poor children. So you see the yellow school buses right there, four regular sized school buses. Bring the sound down a little bit. Now here's the school bus situation before the fire, 16 long school buses. Each could hold about 72 kids. So where did all the school buses go after the fire? If each school bus could hold 72 kids yeah. and there's some 14 school buses missing, well, that adds up to about 875 kids or so, which is one of the numbers that I'm hearing that's coming up because roughly that many kids have not gone back to school. They haven't re-enrolled. Where are the missing kids, Todd? Well, it's an island. How hard can it be to find the missing school buses? Because I've seen a lot of footage of downtown on Front Street. People burned in their cars, you know, burned out. There's no burned out buses down there. So where are the buses? It's an island. Barney Fife could figure this out. And do you know what I'm starting to think? I'm starting to think that the reason for this cover-up and the reason the mainstream horror media is ignoring all of it and the reason they put up the barriers, the visual barriers and the fence preventing people from getting in is because if people did get in in mass, yeah. they'd quickly they'd discover there are no children's bodies in there. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Is I think this is a big, giant cover-up for something that was so diabolical and so pre-planned, it matches the level of evil of what we saw in 9-11. World Trade Center well, you, collapsing at free that's fall. That's why you make sure and get your FEMA guy there three days before it happens. You know, this is the type of stuff that's normally left for the darkest, deepest conspiracy theories on the web, right? This is the stuff you find in the corners. This shouldn't be the biggest story of our time right now, but it is, and it's being ignored by the mainstream. And media. more questions. I got more questions. And Dr. Vleeton and I were just mentioning this. You look at Front Street. The reason that street's called Front Street is because it's right in front of the ocean. Ocean's yep. in front of it. And yet you got all these people burned out in the cars. They're just sitting there waiting for the fire to consume you know, their car. Really? I don't think so. 
<laughs> you know, Todd, we went, we were scuba diving on Maui many times and dove with Lahaina divers all the time. And I know Front Street like the back of my hand. It, you're right. It's absolutely. 30 meters away it, is the ocean. Exactly. You can just, just walk, walk across <laughs> the beach to the water. I, I cannot fathom seeing a fire coming and just fire. sitting in my car. There's no way that knowing the ocean's right there, even if I didn't swim, it's safer in the water. I have a theory. And I think it goes with the, the whole blue, uh, uh, sorry, the umbrellas and the T-shirts and the blue cars and the blue houses. I think that it, the, it's related to opsins and optogenetics. And, you know, were I to live in a place such as Maui, I think I'd rather be a Smurf because all things blue seem to be let alone. Um, we <clears> talked <throat> about it before that as it relates to optogenetics, it appears that blue light is very dangerous. Um, in terms of a catalyst to these options, it can literally turn things on and off, whether that's your brain or your heart. And I sent a bunch of stuff to, to Sean to share with your audience because I don't make this up. It's all there, including a video that talks about the World Economic Forum is really excited about optogenetics because they can turn your brain on and off, amongst other things. So it's not me saying this, ladies and gentlemen. This is the World Economic Forum saying this. These are really smart scientists. Um, you know, and it's not all frequencies, right? There's EMF and different frequencies. When you get into the light frequencies, those are, you know, in the terahertz range. And what's uh, interesting is the red light range seems to be uh, a healing um, frequency. And the blue light seems to be something that <clears throat> lasers use, that they, they use these optogenetics to turn things on and off. It's really scary, doctor. Did they well, use the blue light to shut these people off and burn them in place? That's what I'm trying to get to. It's speculation. I get that. What other explanation do we have? Well, it was very puzzling to me that people, I mean, I was going back and watching people who were there trapped in their cars, taking videos. Were they trapped? And Well, trapped in that the cars couldn't move, but, yeah. but the people that I'm talking about who made the videos left their cars, did not yes. follow the police instructions to, to, and they went the other way or they got out of their car and went into the ocean because they were taking pictures showing that they were doing that. Yeah. that I mean, that's how I know I wasn't there, but I, I can't fathom as they couldn't, the people who were making these, these videos at the time said, why is everybody just sitting in their car? You know, what's also interesting, by the way, is after this fire, you see that they actually had to bring in trucks with Wi-Fi. So whatever this was, ostensibly burned down all their Wi-Fi towers, too, their cell phone towers, amongst other things. I just find that all to be very interesting from a frequency EMF perspective. Well, there are so many puzzling things. The... The fact that they did not sound the alarms. They sent the children home from school, ostensibly. They turned off the water. The police would were directing people into the funnel yeah, of trap. Trump front, seat, front Street. And the other thing that still is puzzling, and, and I heard a, um, an arborist talking about it just recently, that the... the 
there were houses burned, but trees were standing. That's None right. of that makes any sense. No. If it was truly a wildfire. I mean, when there are wildfires in southern Arizona, they burn everything in sight, trees well, and buildings. Not to mention, Doctor, really the alloys on, on car wheels you know, turned to liquid. The, the temperatures had to be insane. I heard from a whistleblower that there was magnesium that caught fire. fire. That's 3,000 centigrade to catch that on fire. And by the way, since when do cinder blocks in a regular fire turn into dust? They did it. This was atomized. Those houses were atomized, no different than the Twin Towers in, in um, New York City were atomized. It, it, it really dust. raises the question of directed energy weapons. Sure does. And you bet it we does. have a lot of the government's own resources on our website that have yep. been there for the last year and a half. And it, this is all within the capability of multiple militaries around the world, not just the U.S., well, this is true. In fact, I saw um, Jeffrey Prather, uh, who's a friend of all of ours, actually. Right. Was that you, Sean, that interviewed him uh, yeah. about the Chinese satellite right over top of yeah, that was Maui recent. at the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened there? You were you were there. You were interviewing him. What was that about? Well, he's got a contact who's one of these folks who's just really good at figuring out where these satellites are and can track them. And his guest, who's kind of that's what he does for at least a part time living, said that while those fires were breaking out, there was a pass by, I don't know if he said one or two or three Chinese satellites, or if it was one satellite that made several passes. But yes, as the fires broke out, a Chinese satellite. So then we had the conversation about whether or not those satellites could be equipped with new sure. technology or because, you know, we've all seen the videos of Boeing and Lockheed Martin bragging right. about their dues, That's their right. laser beam cap- capabilities, shooting out of airplanes, military planes. Yeah. So that would be my speculation of what happened here until he said Chinese satellites. So I was just asking him, can those satellites contain that technology? He said yes. he believes they can. Well, the Chinese brag about it, too. And, and I'll tell you, um, the, the Chinese send over tens of thousands, if not hundreds. I think there's actually 300,000 Chinese students in the United States right now. They all go to the very best technical schools. And if you go to the library in the middle of the night, they're in there copying the postdoctorate um, reports, the treatises and, and um, you know, the paperwork that the postdoctorate scientists, scientists are doing. And I know that because I've seen it firsthand. And so, you know, what we think is is high technology is what the postdoctoral students are doing at U.S. universities, universities around the world. And I've literally seen the Chinese intelligence people in those libraries copying the papers. This technology is around. Of course they have. Of course they've adapted it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the concern here is, is that whether or not the dues, if dues were used. And by the way, did you all see that? Uh, video of the two cars isolated in a field surrounded by unburnt homes and those two cars were vaporized and uh and one of the people in the the video made a great made a great point he said well and i didn't know this i saw i thought that alloy metals melted at a far higher temperature than 14 1500 degrees uh fahrenheit i think i have that right and at the hottest a forest fire or wildfire could burn it's about that 14 1500 but he made a great point melted glass in those two vehicles and melting glass happens at, I think, 2200 degrees. So some technology was clearly used here. And uh, the takeaway from the uh, conversation with Prather is, is that whether or not it was China being allowed to do this or China doing yeah. it, not being allowed to do it, sure. do it as an act of war. It really doesn't matter because sleepy, creepy pedo Joe is in the pocket of China. 
So it's exactly right. They and, own and by it the way, these stock and barrel. These attacks are above governments, right? How do you think the, these level four pathogens make it from Fort Detrick in the United States to, to Wuhan, right? Because they were allowed to go, because the people that made these things were allowed to transport them. They, these attacks are above governments. The people that own this world own those governments and make these things happen. We have to put aside this was a Chinese attack or an American attack. It was an attack on humanity. They all are no different than COVID, no different than the next time it's you know ramping up right now. Well, I think that's right, and we're going to talk about Marburg Plandemic 2.0. But uh, why would the Hawaii governor sign an emergency declaration? Let's just roll on this video here. Why would he sign an emergency declaration weeks prior to the Maui fires, while at the same time the installed Biden regime sent an emergency manager to Hawaii, also prior to the Maui fires? Someone outside of this criminal government needs to investigate this, but it's not going to happen because they've locked down the area with the military, essentially the police, the local police and FEMA. So I guess FEMA, they get to these things early, just like they were on Pier 1 on 9-11 the day before the attacks happened so they can go into cover up mode. Todd, that's what FEMA does best. It's a little bit like the FBI. They do a really good job setting up patsies. Yeah. Providing them guns and weapons and ideas about domestic terror. And then, you know, when they arrest the, you know, mentally challenged Patsy, they'll say, hey, look at us. We stopped another act of domestic terror. I, I hate to say it, but, you know, I've got FEMA whistleblowers and summer. There was a, a position paper that came out by the agency talking about climate crisis and climate emergencies. Be ready. This is all going to happen to the FEMA people. So the, the answer to your question is, yeah, this, this was like FEMA wide. Hey, everybody, get ready because your climate emergencies are about to come. The climate crisis is here. Well, how would one possibly know that? Well, that's right. Because they manufacture it. it. Yeah, exactly. And and to call it a climate crisis, really, does that sound a little bit like the Rio Climate Accords? You know, 1992, they planned it that long ago. I mean, come on. It's really that obvious. What does it take for people to open their minds just a little bit and say, you know, that's not so much speculation. It's a lot more like probable cause. By the way, you know, what, what other people call conspiracy theories, that's what cops call probable cause. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, it's all Club of Rome, Committee of 300, United Nations Agenda 2030. And uh, you make that point beautifully, Todd, in this video. Look at this, guys. Who's on the front page of thephaser.com? <laughs> well, it's Todd Callender warning of a fake Marburg pandemic, plandemic. It very well may be what's coming. And Todd lucidly points out that all of the measures to get us to the next pandemic, which would include Marburg, are already in place. The money's already been spent, Todd. It has. And, and we are in a Marburg pandemic until August 1 of 2025. Did you know that there are people falling over dead in the streets, bleeding from their orifices right now somewhere? Because I haven't seen them. But apparently there is a Marburg pandemic right now because it's already been declared. So now Tedros, when he feels like it, will dictate to nation states like this one what we're supposed to do during a pandemic. And by the way, the demon rats already want to mask everybody up. They already want to lock down 2.0. So let me explain this. I want you to understand this very carefully, folks, from a legal perspective. When a national emergency is declared, your constitutional rights are suspended. When a public health emergency, much less a public health emergency of international concern, your human rights are suspended. You have none according to them. Now, the question is whether you're going to agree that or not. Well, how can they suspend human rights? 
Well, you know, of course they can. The World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab are now saying water is not a human right. I mean, these people are so evil to the core. But again, they require our compliance and their fear mongering is how they typically get it. Right. That's how they get our compliance. What is a mandate? Sean, what is a mandate? What a bunch of nonsense. It took three years in litigation for a court to say, oh, yeah, the mask mandate was a law. Of course, it was a law. Mandates are a law. Right? Unless you have martial law. And then it depends on whether or not we're actually going to follow it. This is what I'm trying to say to you and to the people that are watching this thing. It's coming again. Planic two, Plandemic 2.0 is on its way. They're already telling people you got to mask up. There's COVID. There's this. There's that. Boogeyman is here. The question is whether or not you are going to agree this. Are you going to fall along? Are you going to abdicate your rational thinking and your decision-making powers and go along with a mandate, which is not law? Or are you going to trust God, your soul, and, and your own brain, right? You can read for yourself. You can listen to what's happening. You you have discernment. You've got critical thinking. Use it. Well, guys, it will be terrifying if there is actually a Marburg or Ebola-style outbreak anywhere in the United States because the mainstream media will focus on it, even if it's an isolated breakout. Sean, they've the, already started it. I'm sorry to tell you this. They've already hired people for this. They've already said it's zoonotic. They're, they're, this jumps between animals and humans. They've been flying in 300 people from Africa for the last six months from where there is a Marburg Ebola pandemic. And by the way, Marburg is just one of many hemorrhagic fevers, the good doctor will tell you. Any one of them will do. And you can do the same thing with EMF. Dr. Vliet has spent countless hours explaining that EMF radiation can produce the same results. There doesn't have to be a Marburg epidemic they just turn up the wi-fi <laughs> they just gonna need be to show the b-roll from outbreaks in africa years ago sure they show the show the b-roll they show people bleeding and they show people dying and they scare everybody and all they they don't need the virus that's what we've been screaming about for the last year and a half todd you and i've done a lot of programs on this we've done a lot of seminars teaching people that all they need to do is increase the 5G frequency transmission and intensity, and they can mimic exactly the same symptoms that occur with hemorrhagic fever. And then the treatment is the same for both. And we put that on our website in April of 2022, getting it ready to give people resources to know how you deal with it, what are the symptoms to look for, what are some of the things you can buy as nutraceuticals that help to reduce the damage from radiation injury as well as viral illnesses and reduce the the risk of getting sick with these viral illnesses that they keep claiming are happening. Well, if they pull it off in a way where it is really happening, even to a small extent, then they will scare the crap out of the population. The population will go for lockdown 2.0. They will lock down the country so nobody can get in or out. And at that point, it'll be perpetual state of emergency forever because then they may even suspend the election. So if they what, can't what put mean, Donald May? J. Trump in jail, if they can't put him in <laughs> yeah, prison, exactly, they may just suspend the damn election when they roll out Marburg. Sure. Why wouldn't you? That's what well, they do in all the other if they, countries. Listen, guys, even if they don't suspend the election 
if uh, the election will be a facade selection because they have not fixed what was stolen and the way that they stole yeah. it in 2020 and 2022 none of that's been stopped none of it's been adequately investigated by legislators now independent people have done extraordinary work on investigating how they stole the election what the techniques of fraud and the ballot stuffing and the mail-in ballots and the ballot drops and all the ballot, all of the things that they did. They had about a dozen different ways, but none of that has been corrected. So they may go through the pretense of an election just for the image of it, but that the outcome won't be any different from what we had in 2020. It was clear that was stolen. It was clear that night people saw it. In real time. And nothing's been done about it. In real time. That's the thing, Doc. You know, here we are, Sean, Doctor, talking about this. We're giving everybody the, the opportunity to know in advance that when they see this, they're going to recognize it. The question is, what are they going to do? And if I see a bunch of people wearing a mask in their car driving around by themselves, I, what little hair I have left is going to be pulled out. I can't stand <laughs> it. I can't either. Well, and the child abuse, you know, that's the part that really makes my blood boil. You know, you have certain little schools already, one on the East Coast. I don't remember. Was it Rhode Island? But uh, yeah, rolling out mask mandates to their schools again so they can torture these little children. Why don't parents take their children out of of those schools? The public schools would collapse if if 10% of the parents in every community said, no more tyranny, no more abusing my child, no more making my child wear a mask and make them sick from wearing a mask all day. I'm taking my children out. And I, I create, add, create a co-op for homeschooling. You don't have beautiful. to you don't have to do it all yourself. And I understand people need to work. And so the schools are a place for the children to be. But create a group of parents get them out of these tyrannical just abuse indoctrination camps indoctrinate thank you indoctrination <laughs> camps. doctor i want to say this a, a couple of things first and foremost you're absolutely right beautifully well stated when we have hurricanes where i live that's what parents do they, you, they all get together in a neighbor and they go okay you know i'm going to clean up over here i'm going to take care of these kids we're going to go to work and everybody just cooperates the parents straight off the kids get schooling parents get somebody to look after their kids it all works out beautifully what mm-hmm. i also want to tell people is for the last few years we've been getting people out of the shots and the mask using the americans with disabilities act uh, look at the 2008 amendments you will find that most everybody on this planet is disabled according to the law and you have rights as a disabled person not to wear a mask not to take the shots we got thousands and thousands of people out of the shots and masks using the ADA or the Rehab Act. You know, Todd, we may need an update on sure. your um, exemption recommendations using the ADA. And we'll sure. help disseminate that, too, because I've been bringing it up. But then people don't quite know what they have they to do. They don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Well, let's segue over to Obama and Cloward Piven, because, uh, Doc, you make a good point. A lot of the election issues we saw in 2020 have not been fixed, despite best efforts from people like Mike Lindell and others uh, and Carrie Lake, by the way, in your great state of Arizona. So Obama and Cloward Piven, the 
strategy to destroy our nation from within. I find it very interesting now that even Tucker Carlson is going there uh, regarding this demon creature known as Barack Obama. I like to call him Barry Satoro. So he just had on Larry Sinclair, who famously did a press conference. Oh, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, right before Obama ran for president, I guess about 15 years ago, saying that he did have oral gay oral sex with then state senator Barack Obama and uh, Obama bought an eight ball of crack and then they smoked the cocaine. They smoked the crack together. So we all, uh, by the way, over here at the phaser dot com, a really must watch rant from an African-American guy, F.T. Williams, Obama exposed he's gay. She's a tranny and the kids aren't theirs. And I think he's, <laughs> and I think he's right. And by the way, that means Joan Rivers was right. Did you ever see the clip of Joan? Rivers? Yes. yes, I did. She was asked about Obama and I'll paraphrase here. She said, Michelle's a tranny, oh, a transgender. We all know it'll be okay. And then she died about a month later unexpectedly. So anyway, Obama is gay. Stu Peters is going there. Tucker Carlson is going there. Everybody knows but, the truth who's listening. But, you know, Sean, that is a distraction. That is not the point. Yeah. No, he'll the, be celebrated bigger, for that as they try. The bigger point is that he was raised as a communist. He was schooled by Bill Ayers from age 11. And people need to go back and listen and read what Wayne Allen Root has been saying for 15 years. Wayne Allen Root is a libertarian who was a classmate of Obama's at Columbia. And Wayne Allen Root was pre-law and political science major, same as Obama. They should have been in the same classes. And Wayne Root has been saying for all these years, I never saw Obama in the classes. We should have been in the same classes. But what people don't realize is that Columbia had a sister school in Moscow. Oh, And Wayne Allen Root's theory, which, which is very plausible, is that the reason Obama, who did get admitted to Columbia, probably um, arranged, but he was admitted to Columbia, the reason he wasn't seen there, and you've heard lots of people saying, well, we never saw him, and nobody ever met anyone he dated, nobody saw him in classes. So Wayne Allen Root said, my theory is that he was sent to Columbia's sister school in Moscow, where he was studying communism and becoming an expert on the Cloward-Piven strategy. Now, Cloward and Piven were two professors at Columbia at that time, and they were teaching the strategy to collapse America from within without a kinetic war. And, the, you know, many of us have been talking about the Cloward-Piven strategy because Obamacare was part of that. It was overwhelmed the system. The border surge in 20, um, 2010 to 2015 under the Obama administration, all of that was part of Cloward-Piven. And what that means is, let me go through the key elements of it very quickly for your listeners, because it, the open borders bring in millions of illegals that not only change our demographics, but collapse the social systems because our resources 
that are paid for by taxpayers are used to support the illegals who have not contributed into the system. The explosion of welfare and bailouts, the Green New Deal, destroying our economy with green energy and curtailing fossil fuels, the destruction of our military. Again, Cloward Piven's strategy is you collapse it, you change it, you turn it into the opposite of what it is. Military is now a woke haven for transgenders and gays, and NASA is doing Muslim outreach instead of space exploration. This is the Cloward Piven strategy, the destruction of the dollar, the plans for lockdowns, collapsing small business, climate change lockdowns, making climate an emergency, and the digital currency, censorship, banning dissent. All of these are things that were done throughout the Soviet era and communist China, and it's all part of what Cloward and Piven were teaching. These are the strategies to break the back of the constitutional republic. Criminals let out without bail, demonizing, persecuting your political opponents, going after the attacks on Trump, conservatives and Christians purged, the arrest of political opponents, the 87,000 new IRS agents that are fully armed, arming our federal agencies that have no reason. Why does the Department of Education and the IRS need that many arms caches? It's all about, exactly right, Todd, every single one of the things we're seeing right now and wearing the mask, the mask may as well be the burqa for Western cultures. That's right. It is masking and suppression. It is. That is how it's being used, Todd. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's slave trading. It came to me this morning that that this is no different from forcing women in Muslim countries to wear a burqa, putting everyone in masks, hiding our humanity, hiding our facial features, depersonalizing everyone. It's all the same. Doc, if we could, though, let's just circle back to uh, Barack Obama and the real nature of who this person is, because you said it doesn't matter if he's gay. That's sort of a misdirect. And here's where it does matter. If the man is a gay man and uh, the powers that be knew that, and if he's in a relationship with somebody who's pretending to be a female and isn't, we don't know that for sure, but let's just say that might be the case. If they have fake kids, if there's a fraudulent birth certificate, if the college records are all sealed, if we have Larry Sinclair's testimony, if the American Mm -hmm. people had known all of that, he would have never been elected. And by the way, he's a creation. He's a creation of the CIA is my point. So that's why it matters who he is. No, I didn't say I did not say just be very clear. I didn't say the fact that he was gay didn't matter. I said it wasn't the key point. It was a distraction. It is a distraction from all the points you just made that he was a plant. He was the Manchurian candidate put into reality as the president of the United States. He could not have been born in Hawaii, Sean, medically. And I said this in 2008. Medically, in 1961, 
no airline allowed third trimester pregnant women to board a flight, particularly for a transoceanic flight. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you were going to say it transvestite. Was, <laughs> well, that too. But it was, that was not allowed. So the fact that Obama claimed his mother flew from Kenya to Hawaii to give birth in Hawaii in the last weeks of her pregnancy, that itself was a lie. And we could have known that at the time, but it was covered up. Well, let me play two clips for you guys in the audience here, one of which I just plugged a minute ago. You can watch the entire uh, piece over at thephaser.com. And uh, I think some lucid points are made here. And what I found laughable is that they got him in this, quote, library, like a photo shoot or something. Like he's in the law library. The reason that a lot of people don't remember Barack Obama because he was in the library all the time. Well, that's not true because I talked to my lawyer. And my lawyer says that, who went to law school, says that if you was in the law library and people were studying and people were uh, constantly trying to uh, up the other one, there were always people in the law library. When you look at the pictures of Barack Obama, he's always just standing by a bookcase, like a photo shoot or something. I don't remember anybody taking this many damn pictures in a freaking library. It's a photo shoot. (laughs) Everything about Barack Obama is fake. You were bamboozled. You was fooled by this fraud. See, it's just, it's one thing Barack Obama and Michelle Obama has never been intimate. They're not, that, that's a fake marriage. The kids are not theirs. Barack Obama's gay and Michelle is a tranny. All right. Some speculation there, but uh, he goes on to what? provide really concrete evidence of who the girl's parents really are. And uh, this is actually being more widely acknowledged than people might think. There are no photographs of Michelle ever pregnant. There are no birth photos. There are no photos of the little girls as babies with mom, Michelle. None of it exists. It's all a fable. It's all this is the power of the CIA. You got to take your hat off to the CIA. No organization could be more evil and good at what they do than the CIA. Hats off to you, CIA. Unbelievable. I have seen first, Sean, I want to say, I mean, counselor, you did a great job making your point before. That was really good. Secondarily, um, I've seen lots of picker, pictures of Mike before he became Michelle. There's, I mean, he's like high school football pictures of them. And then lastly, I want to tell you, I've spent a lot of time in a law library. I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot of time <laughs> in the library. And there, there is no way you're standing around taking pictures. It's everything you can do to keep up with the course load. You don't have time to yeah. pay, take pictures. Doctor, I'm sure medical school is just like well, that. And I bet exactly your classmates right. remember you, right? Your classmates yeah, probably remember Todd Calder. But nobody I mean, remembers Barack Obama. It's because he wasn't there. Well, that well, I think we should. I, I really would encourage you to interview Wayne Allen Root in more detail because he has been bringing this out. I, I first heard his points on this fifteen years ago, and and then read Podhort's book, the about Obama, the Manchurian President. Now that is not the same as the movie with Robert Redford, the Manchurian candidate. But the book, The Manchurian President, documents chapter and verse and detail and very extensive footnotes about Obama's life and all of these connections. There's no question that he was planned and groomed for the role he's in, and he is still in the shadow government running things. We all know that Joe Biden 
has such severe cognitive damage. I mean, look, I've treated so many dementia patients in my training years at Hopkins on the dementia unit. He's at the end stage of that disease. And if you look at the fact that he can't speak normally, he can't walk normally, um, he's totally confused, and there are only limited hours of the day they can prop him up to function enough to get out in front of the camera. He's obviously not running things. Nobody in their right mind could think he's running things. No. Obama's running things. Uh, yeah, exactly Susan right. Susan Rice, Victoria Newland, uh, the CIA is running things. And Valerie Jarrett. Don't Valerie Jarrett. Out. Well, let's listen to Tom Fitton here over at Judicial Watch about how the Obama chef death mystery is deepening because of a Secret Service cover-up. Well, let me come up to you and show you what the document looks like here. I'll get closer to the camera. Reporting person. No lifos vest was worn. They have recovered the paddle board and clothing. Still no contact with missing party. They still have a boat and rescue swimmers in the area. So those are the sorts of documents we show. Let me show you the other big longer report. See, on or about 11 p.m., the dive and land search was suspended, you know, et cetera, et cetera. The next morning, they continued, and a deceased Mr. Campbell was located using sonar. So, you know, the reason I... um, the reason I show these documents because you know some lunatics online always get upset when um, we talk about these documents. So where are the documents? Well, here are the documents. I'm holding them, looking at them. You know, it is interesting, Todd, that uh, we never get the full picture on anything from officialdom when it comes to high-level people and potential crimes. I mean, how about the bleach bit in the smashing of the blackberries by Hillary Clinton? How about the litany of crimes coming from the Biden crime family? Everything gets covered up. And now people are starting to wonder, was this guy, is that all he was, was a chef to the Obamas? Or was there a little bit more going on? And, you know, maybe he got whacked. It's good to be king, right? That's how you stop everything. And and that's what this is really evolving to look like. I shouldn't say evolving. It's really the curtain being drawn back. I was thinking earlier when we were talking about, I was in Cuba towards the end of Castro's reign because that's what it was. And I I seem to recall the last election where he was the only person on the ballot, you know, come 2024, if there are elections, you know, you just have Joe Biden on the ballot. There won't be anybody else there because that's how far they can go. That if you don't stand up to these people, like any bully, if you don't, punch them in the snout, they keep going. And now we have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, they've been emboldened. They killed millions and millions of people, maybe even a billion globally with these shots. They're going to do it again because nobody stopped them, right? Nobody said a word. The cops are otherwise. They're going to be emboldened. And what happens to these kinds of narcissists when they get away with it? They get more aggressive because they take pleasure in it. It's like a serial killer. That's exactly the pathology of a serial killer. The more they get away with, the more emboldened they are, and the more aggressive and the more vicious they are the next time. That's right. So unless we stop this, unless the world stands and says no more, unless we hold them accountable, what stops them from doing it? And they'll just be more obvious. Look, the U.S. DOD is the biggest killing machine the world has ever known. You know, we stopped them. We did stop them. All these service members said, no, we're not going to be a part of it. So there is a precedent to stopping them. 
We can do this, ladies and gentlemen. It's a function of standing up. And not, we're not doing this. Let's round out the show with one last clip. We'll fly blind again. I haven't watched this one. It's 38 seconds long. It comes from Stu Peters. And, uh, you know, you have to laugh sometimes to keep from crying because what we're up against is so diabolical and widespread and, and far-reaching and entrenched that uh, men dare not speak above their breath when speaking in condemnation of it. And I'm quoting Woodrow Wilson. I think he was talking about the Illuminati. He was talking about the Federal Reserve powers. He was talking about the banksters. He was talking about the Rothschilds. Now it's all in the open, but they have so much power, they appear to be somewhat unstoppable. But here's the clip to round out the show. Facial analysis and facial recognition studies have concluded that Michelle is a man. There's a lot of scientific material available on how facial analysis and face recognition are related. And then this. <laughs> oh, dear and Lord. then this. Why is Barack Obama following this account? Flesh Jack is the number one gay sex toy in the world. That was the one right below. I didn't need to know that. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't either. Sorry. Um, for instance, uh, the gender shade studies showed that some of the famous female, cel- female black celebrities uh, were mistaken as male. Right, like Michelle Obama. <laughs> I'm not sure if that clip actually gets us too. to where we want to go, but it's kind of funny. I'm not sure it does either, because actually, Sean, the the point about Obama being gay is so far down on the list of damage he's doing. True. He is here destroying America as fast as he can. It escalated in the eight years he was in office and he has taken it into the stratosphere at warp speed in the Biden shadow government. That's what America needs to focus on. He's a committed Marxist communist Muslim who hates America. He's demonstrated that in every way possible. And his goal is to destroy us. We're under an invasion across our borders. We have hundreds of thousands coming across every month. The borders are wide open. Arizona even welded the doors in the steel gates open. Let that sink in. This is all going on at the direction of the shadow government in power. And remember Obama's interview with Chris Wallace when he said, oh, I really would rather be the person behind the scenes talking in the earbud with someone else at the podium. This is his third term, and he is destroying us as fast as he can. He's behind the attacks on Trump, for sure. I mean. I don't think there's any question about that. He has directed that kind of attack on other political opponents. Go back and look at what he did to Rod uh, Blago. I can't pronounce his name. La- uh, Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Thank you, Todd. In Chicago. Look at what he did. That's right. Threw him in jail. And he's doing the same thing now. And it's a very chilling time. And I say again, as I say, constantly and so do you todd and so do you sean wake up america the hour is 10 seconds from midnight and midnight the destruction is complete yeah and it's already midnight for some of the patriots like joe biggs 
the InfoWars yes, reporter, exactly right. who I think was just sentenced to Jesus, 22 years in prison by these demon creatures in Washington, D.C. or you know, Virginia. This is it's just pathetic. horrific. This is no different from what Saddam Hussein did, from what Mao Zedong did, and what the current Chinese president is doing, and what the Soviets did. It is exactly, and what Castro does. What, what good is a silent majority, exactly? Right? I None. mean, this is what we all talk about. It, you're, they're silent. They don't do anything. So what does it take to turn that silent majority into a vocal majority or into a catalytic majority? I mean, that's my hope. Because, you know, as I talk to people around the world, um, as friends of mine talk to people around the world, they all understand this stuff. They don't want to necessarily agree it. But they hear it, they understand it, they discount it, perhaps. But what changes that from being a, a, a majority, the silent version that, that just nod, acquiesce, and abdicate into, no, no, we're not taking this anymore. At what point, doctor, do they understand if they don't do something, they are dead? Not just them, all of us. You know, Todd, two things. Those who are still God's children are not blind to what's happening. But part of the biblical description of God's judgment is that God allows the scales to be over people's eyes. And so I think our goal is to do what we are called to do, to be the watchman, to alert people, to bring truth, and to stand on the truth of life as, as we know from the Bible. And we are not in control of the outcome. And those who will turn back to the truth, to God, and open their eyes, have a chance at surviving. The rest don't. There's, it's yeah. that simple. It's just like the the people in the cars who chose not to get out of their car or they were willfully blinded, zapped. We don't know, but we can't save everyone. What we are called to do is act and speak. Silence in the face of evil is evil. It's complicit. And we're not being complicit. We're doing what we are called to do to the best of our ability. And that's what we can do and pray that others will listen and wake up and heed the warning. You you gave me a new insight, doctor, to to you and the whole paradigm. Truthforhealth.org, right? That's really what that's all about is to be healthy. It's, It's a diet of truth. Right. Is that what I exactly get? right? And it, it is fundamentally based upon that's why we're running the truth project right now. And it is so much more powerful with all we've been facing powerful. for yeah. the last three years. In fact, the first question in the study guide that we're making available to people is try to imagine a world without truth well we don't have to imagine it we've been living it for the last three years <laughs> Isn't and that so? now we know this is what happens people yep. die and there is no law 
There is no border. This is a world without truth, what we have just been experiencing for three years. So let that sink in. Truth is our foundation. Without it, we have none. All right. Top of the hour here. You both probably have meetings. Just one last screen share as we say our goodbyes. Uh, It's interesting. Many of us knew that Donald Young, Nate Spencer, and Larry Bland were all openly gay, murdered within one and a half months of each other, all knew Obama, we think, and attended Reverend Jeremiah Wright's church, who was the Obama's family former pastor. It is widely believed that those men also frequented the, let's just say, men's clubs, massage parlors, nightclubs that Obama also frequented. It reminds me a little bit of the Clinton body count. Guys, we have to understand who the enemies of humanity are. That is one of the jobs of this show in truth tellers yes. like Dr. Lee Vliet and Todd Callender. Todd, first you plug whatever you want. We thank you so much for your time. You're one of the busiest yeah. attorneys I know. That's no, really it's, it's just an honor. It really is. I, and I get to hang with my favorite peoples, my peeps, as I call you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Well, you are my peeps. I just love you. Um, so the best way to, to see what I'm up to, if you care to do so, is Clout Hub. We rolled out Truth Hub. I sure love and appreciate everybody that lends us a hand with that. That's our new video platform. It happens to have instant translation software. It's secure. You don't have to worry about the Chinese having all your data. At Clout Hub, we don't even want your data. That's, it's anonymous because, you know what, that's where freedom reigns. And we're in the freedom business. So come and, and support us, please. Cloud Hub, Truth Hub, um, and and Dr. Vliet also is there on mass, as is SGT. 100%. And Doc, how do people catch your show? I know you do a show. You've got the great site, truthforhealth.org. Plug anything you want. Well, thank you, Sean. And Todd said it beautifully. He's in the freedom business, and we're in the truth business, defending freedom. So that's why we work together so well. Truth, F-O-R-Health.org. Join our Faith Over Fear seminars on Tuesday nights, our Truth Project seminars on Wednesday nights, and I'm on Vax Choice and Cloud Hub every Friday right after Todd's show with the Hormones, Health, and Resilience, Connecting the Dots. And then we have all of the resources to help you with whatever the next pandemic coming is. We've got the resources to help you plan your preparation and your treatment. And we have the vaccine injury treatment guide. And in another week or so, we'll be launching the Truth for Health store with very high quality options to help you improve your health and resilience. So we have a lot going on. And I'm honored to be part of this team every other week where we debate the truth and bring you more truth and help defend freedom. So you're saying we do the opposite of what CNN does. Exactly right. Gotcha. Exactly yeah. right. All right. We try to provide the antidote to CNN and corporate propaganda. And you guys, do? I want to thank the audience for tuning in. I want to thank my guests. Guys, thanks so much. We'll see you in two more weeks. Can't wait. God bless Sounds you. Sounds great. God bless God you, my bless. friends. And audience, thank you so much for being here. If you like this one, give it a like. Share it far and wide within your sphere of influence on social media. And uh, every day for free, check us out for free at sgtreport.com. That is the antidote to corporate propaganda. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. The only thing that can be done is your rights can be violated. They can't take them. They can take your arms and legs. They cannot take your rights. But... 
they can be violated. And every time your rights are violated, there is an unspoken question that the violators are asking. And it is always the same. What are you going to do about it? We're going to steal your property. What are you going to do about it? We're going to destroy your family. What are you going to do about it? We're going to take your children. What are you going to do about it? The sovereign is not afraid to answer that question. 